one two one two hello 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 everybody how are we hope you're well just pull that down welcome to politics culture and some other shit the podcast uh all's good here let me just fiddle with my mic set up right so hope you're well uh thanks for all the feedback from the last uh the last podcast the last youtube stream it went down very well. Um, talking, about, I can't even remember what the fucking subject was. I've written down over here. Oh, Chris Hedges. Oh yeah, that was it. Yeah, so Chris Hedges got getting his stuff kicked off of YouTube, which is fucking outrageous. It's happening at a few more heads now. Uh, Jimmy Dore has had his Facebook uh, post permanently demonetized. Now, I know it's not complete censorship, but it is heading. It's all heading in 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 that direction. Uh, who else? George Galloway has had his Twitter account branded um, Russian state media or state affiliated media, which it isn't. Uh, and you know, the thing of it is, you must you must be. I think anyway, you must be of the mind. It doesn't matter what you think of these people. You know. It doesn't. It, the point is that it's censorship, and it is coming from where? Where is it coming from? Who is steering this? Because it's our media landscape isn't worth looking at anymore. The last place I want to, I would go to to try and find out the truth about anything, is so-called MSM, mainstream media. And whenever you see the complete the, the, the way basically they're all doing the same fucking thing it's the same narrative it's obviously obviously it's being spun from the same place and the media are picking it up like the stenographers that they're accused of being and running with it so then whenever you see others getting accused of being what you must ask the question well, who who's doing the accusing? What's the point of it? You know, Jimmy Dorsman had his post demonetized. I expect him to be booted off because he's such a such an extraordinary voice in the U.S. Um, Jackson Henkel has had his Twitter account, I think, permanently frozen again. The one thing that all these people have in common is they're all anti anti imperialists. Very very strong anti imperialists, and this is you know, and. To, to finish my point, it doesn't matter whether you agree with them or not. Really, that's the point. Even if you don't agree with them, you should still defend their right to say what they want. And if they're breaking any laws, then you put them in front of a judge. Like the monster Alex Jones. He did, he's found himself in a court. He's being sued all over the place. And I hope he gets punished because what he said is horrible. But I hope he gets punished because he broke a law. Not because he said something. No matter how abhorrent it is. Right, updates real quick. Where's my fucking phone? What have I done with that? Man, a second ago. There it is. <clears throat> so, updates. Tomorrow night, the Bonnevilles play the port in Portrush in the Atlantic Bar with Fagash McCann. That's going to be a great wee gig. Can't, uh, can't wait to play that. Uh, see all your pretty... North, North Coast faces again. You always um, 
come out for us and we'll really appreciate it. Next Friday, Friday the 15th, it's Good Friday, and we're playing Sandinos in Derry. Uh, we're part of their Long Good Friday celebrations, which they, they do, obviously, annually. And whenever we're available, we always try to play that. Then on Saturday the 16th, we're playing a gig in Cookstown's Railway Bar. And Saturday the 17th, Chris is actually playing there with his heavy metal band the next day as well. Saturday the 23rd, the Deer's Head in Belfast. We're playing with the mighty NASA Assassin. So if you can, go and get tickets for these if you fancy. It'd be great to see you. Um, go to our website, our Facebook page, our Instagram page. And you'll see the links for all the tickets there. And then Saturday the 30th, we're playing Kilkenny Roots Festival. So we're playing two gigs at that during the day. One during the day, I think at 4 o'clock, and then the other one is at 10 o'clock. And it's free, because I think we do this pub trail. And we're one of the bands on the pub trail. So if you wanted to get involved in that, that would be great. So, taking a sip of my coffee. So another sort of major update for me personally and this podcast is I'm going to be going to Patreon. Now, that said, this podcast is still going to be available for free once a week going forward as it has been pretty much, well, on and off over the past couple of years as as life um, will allow me. But I'm going to be doing it going forward, going to be doing more of it. So I'm going to be going to Patreon and I'm going to drop that to either tonight or tomorrow the details about that it's not going to be very it's going to be one you know you know the way it works with the tiers one pound three pound five pound that's all it's going to be and you're for the five pound you're going to get a lot more content and uh, produced content as well so uh, interviews audio documentaries things like that of it all figured out so that's kind of exciting for me and um, because it fulfills for me what was always my intention and that's the thing of it because whenever i started this i didn't know what the fuck it was doing i didn't know what i wanted to do i had something in my, and it took me a long time to get here but i fi- think i've finally gotten here so i'll let you know all about that later on um and if you just wanted to support me on that that would be just fantastic so i'm just going to type a wee message into the youtube here there we go that will do just let everybody know that i'm i'm going to be paying attention to the youtube's and let me see what's on the Twitters. Yeah, so a few people. Yeah. So, okay, everybody. Let's get into this because we've got loads to get through. Um, and please, bear in mind, I'm doing this so you don't have to. The Northern Ireland Election Manifestos. So, here we go. Uh, as you know... There's an election in, in in the north of Ireland, the, the Occupado Shea, whatever you want to call it, um, on the 5th of May. And by the way, just on that, if you haven't registered to vote, uh, you need to do that before the 14th of April. It's real quick and easy. Like, literally, you can do it on your phone. It takes seconds. You just Google it, and you'll get brought to the website. You fill in a couple of... Thing details with your name, address, you know, uh, date of birth, I think, national insurance number, I think, and email. And then I did it and I got an email back saying, you don't need to do this, you're already on the register. Because last year 
I don't know why they did it, but they sort of cleansed the electoral rule for this upcoming election. I'm not a, a fan of that. I don't, I don't understand the reason. I never heard any sort of good reasons as to why that should happen. And whenever people start interfering with boundaries, you know, boundary commissions and interfering with electoral rules, I just think gerrymandering and ele- ele- uh, election um, interference, that's all I, what springs to mind for me. So I'm going to go through the manifestos of the major parties and a couple of the minor ones as well. Uh, and then at the end, I've, I've written a piece, I've written a, an essay, just taking the piss, it's just a bit of a joke. I just started typing it last night and it made me laugh, so I just carried on. And it's just, what if all the parties had their own God? What would it be like? So I started to think about that, and I wrote a little paragraph on each party's God, and what he, would, what he or she would be and look like. So I'm going to read that at the end, just to sort of lighten the mood a little bit. So here we go. Wikipedia 2022 Northern Ireland Assembly election. It's due to be held on the 5th of May 2020. And it will elect 90 members to the Northern Ireland Assembly. It will be the 7th Assembly election since the Assembly was established in 1998. So... I'm not going to read. I'm going to read the whole fucking thing. So, as we know, the assembly is under threat because the DUP won't nominate, uh, because they don't like the shinners and all that, and they, something to, something to do with the protocol. Blah blah blah. Border, border, the RSC border. We all know it's all bullshit. Everybody listening to this knows it's all bullshit. By the way, if you're listening on the YouTube, um, if you have any, I'm going to type it out. If you've any comments, please, fire away. And I, I will read those out. Provided you don't swear. <laughs> I'm only joking. I'll read them out, especially if you do swear. So, the party's running for the election is... DUP, Sinn Féin, SDLP, UUP, Alliance, TUV, Green, People Before Profit, N2, and others. Others is PUP, Progressive Unionists, WP, Workers' Party, SP, Socialist Party, Independents, IRSP, Irish Republican Socialist Party, is a, yeah, uh, Independent, 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 CCLA, Cross Community Labour Alternative. And they're running in Fermanagh and South Tyrone. IRSP, IRSP, Independent, Independent, Conservative, fuck. Northern Ireland Conservatives. I think there was a... Yeah, 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 that's right. I thought I thought I read the other day that there was none, but they found one. Jesus. <coughs> the, the loneliest seat on the bus. So, the PUP described as, I'm not going to go through the smaller parties' manifestos, by the way, so I'm just going to hit you with this, these quick things. PUP is a small unionist political party in Northern Ireland. It was formed from the independent unionist group operating in the Shankill area uh, Belfast 1979, linked to the Ulster Volunteer Force Red Hand Commando for a time. PUP was um, David Irvine, wasn't it? A great loss to the this island as a whole, I feel. Um, a man who believes 
he saw he come to see the world through a working class lens, which, and he you know which is essential, which is what we need. We need to, we need to do that. You know I think that anyway. If you're a regular listener to this, so uh, Workers Party is a Marxist Leninist political party active in both the Republic and the North of Ireland. Socialist Party is active in both the Republic of Ireland and Northern Ireland and is affiliated to the Trotskyist International Socialist Alternative. Uh, yeah. So the socialists are Trots and the workers are Marxist-Leninists. Okay. I'll be honest with you, I'm not 100% sure I know the difference. I know there is a difference. Yeah. I would tend to be a Marxist myself, but... There you go. IRSP, Irish Republican Socialist Party, is a Marxist-Leninist Republican Party in Ireland and is often referred to as the political wing of the INLA. Uh, CCLA, Cross-Community Labour Alternative. Minor political party contested. Or that, okay. Labour. Are they? It was initiated by the Socialist Party. I wonder are they anything to do with Socialist Party? No, I'm going to say would they have anything to do with the Labour Party in England, but no, they wouldn't. So, there we go. So those are the smaller parties. They're not running in every constituency, and indeed, some of the, well, the smaller, the bigger, smaller parties aren't running in every constituency. I'll explain that in a minute. Uh, they're not running in every constituency either. So, Let's do it. The the manifestos. So we're going to go to. I'll just go. Listen, I've I've pulled them up in my browser here, so I'm just going to go through them. As they are in my browser, the the first two is the DUP and Sinn Fein. Well, I guess they're kind of an order of size, I suppose. So I think it's, I think it's worked out that way. So you go to the DUP website. Uh, by the way, when I say I go through the manifestos, I haven't actually got a physical copy of them, but I've I've went to their websites, and. It's just interesting how some how the parties approach their their what's the word I'm looking for how they present themselves and the DUP website is red white and blue as you would expect and it has the five point plan to help build a better Northern Ireland within the Union. So you know this five-point plan that is their manifesto, basically, for this election. Um, and the five-point plan is fix the NHS, grow the economy, keep our schools world-class, help working families, and remove the Northern Ireland Protocol. Now, the eagle-eyed among you, or the eagle-eared, will know, will have heard that and went... Remove the Northern Ireland Protocol is is incongruent with those other things. Fix the NHS, grow the economy, keep our schools well. Maybe not that. We'll keep our schools world class and help working families. It's the Northern Ireland Protocol, arguably, that has shielded us, given us a buffer against the worst excesses of Brexit. You know this, I know this, and the fucking DUP know this. You know I'm not a fan. 
So I'm going to click one. Let me see. Fix the NHS. I'm going to click one of those. See what they said. Right, this is all very, very skinny. There's not a lot here. Policy overview. Investing an extra $1 billion to cut waiting lists using a partnership with the independent sector. Right, okay. So so, so they want to privatise the NHS. That's code for privatisation of the NHS. And you know they're in favour of that because they vote along basically the Tory whip. Every now and again, whenever they throw their dummy out of the pram, they, they, they don't. But whenever the Tories have a majority of 79 in the Houses of Commons, it doesn't matter what nine DUP people do, except when you have the balance of power, as they did during the Mer- Theresa May premiership. And that was the point at which they should have been making the demands and building the... the the country, really, and helping people, and all the things that they've said in their manifesto they could have done at that time, but they didn't, and they're not going to, because they don't care. Deliver an additional 750,000 hospital assessments and procedures, train more GPs per year, reward staff, and, and end dependence on overpriced agency sector. What? So the first point of this is investing an extra $1 billion to cut waiting lists and using a partnership with the independent sector. Then the fourth point is reward staff and independence and end dependence on overpriced agency sector. The independent sector is the agency sector. It's the same fucking thing. Introduce a social care cap. Right? What what is it? What is the social care cap? How much? Fucking hell. All of your house? Half of your house? Implement Bengoa reforms for a better health service. I do not know what Bengoa reforms are. Now, I am sure there is more information about all of these available on this website, but I can't see it. That's literally what's in their manifesto. So going through that point one, fixing the NHS, nonsense. They're not, absolutely no intentions of fixing the NHS. They don't care. We know this. Um... Will I go to the remove the Northern Ireland Protocol one? Uh, I don't know. Let me see. Remove the Northern Ireland Protocol. Let me see. The protocol must be replaced by arrangements that restore our place within the UK eternal market. Any new arrangements must be able to command the support of unionists and nationalists. We will judge any new arrangements against our seven tests to determine whether they respect Northern Ireland's position in the UK. More waffle. Grow the economy. Let's do this. Support 20,000 jobs in the next five years. Create higher paid jobs in agri-tech, life and health services and advanced manufacturing. Which you'd be able to do inside the EU much easier. Create 5,000 new tech jobs. Make Northern Ireland 100% fibre broadband. Deliver. It's just, yeah. Okay. The, 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 the big problem that we're all going to have with the North, with the DUP... I think most of us will be in agreement with us, is that we know that they screwed the pooch. We know that they screwed the pooch. The problem is because they traditionally have been able to just wave the the Fenian wand. Oh, look at them over there. That's, you, you, we know what they've done. They've, play, they've played the green and orange card. All, not the only ones, but they've 
they've played the green and orange card ever since and you can see it now I for example today I I follow all the 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 the, the, the newspapers so I would on Twitter and whatever so I would follow the Belfast Telegraph and the Irish News and the Newsletter and the Andersonstown News and the, the Guardian and the Washington Post and I follow them all and you know and I pick up little bits of headlines and they're, they're getting less and less especially the bigger ones are getting less and less um, essential in fact they're not essential anymore um, but it's good to know what your enemy's thinking I do I do feel but the DUP have been every we, three times a day the Belfast Telegraph has thrown out an article on its website about the the D, the, which is just a, a a press release in DUP Central about vote for us, otherwise the demons will get in. So th- that's what they're leaning into. And whenever you, just as I have done, and by the way, I haven't looked at this before. I'm doing this in real time. Um, whenever you look at this manifesto you see why they're leaning into the other thing because there's nothing here and this is easily debunkable and dismissible and i hope that whenever they get interviewed because they're going to have these leaders debates and all that shit aren't they i mean there's that fix the nhs one uh cut waiting list using the partnership with the independent sector that's that's public private partnership ppp this is what's fucked the nhs this is co- exactly what has fucked the NHS. And then three points later, independence on overpriced agency sector. It's the same fucking thing. They've done a 180. And here's, the, so this is the last one. I'm not going to do that. I don't think I'm going to do this with, the, 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 I'm going to fly through these manifestos. I'm going to have to because there's about eight of them. But the DUP one is particularly interesting in that it's uninteresting and there's nothing there. Keep our schools world class. The DUP voted down just the other week. Uh, a motion to uh, uh, make our schools uh, just amalgamate all our schools so that you don't have any more Catholic schools, Protestant schools, what's the word I'm looking for, I can't remember it. Um, you know, they voted that down the other week. Just make the schools fucking normal. Fair funding for all schools. Fair funding model for all schools. Modernise curriculum for the 21st century workplace. But you're actively trying to drag everybody back to the fucking 19th century. Why do you want a modern 21st century workplace? Cap on school uniform costs. Well, that's good. There you go. There we go. Widen access to breakfast and homework clubs. Cap on school uniform costs. Restructure special educational needs services. Again, don't know what that means, but those other two... I can get behind. So fair play to the DUP for that one. You never thought you'd hear me say that. So, right, let's move on. Oh, Demo. Does the first point on... So Demo's on the Twitter here. How you doing, man? And um, Does the first point on the NHS and the five-point plan mention how our share of the supposed £350 million per week clawed back after Brexit from paying to the EU will be spent? No, it doesn't, my friend. As you fucking know. As you well know. So there we go. So we're going to bounce on to the Sinn Féin's uh, website here. And just on at first glance. So it's green and white. And there's a wee bit of orange in there as well. So you so you would expect that coming from the DUP. It won't be a lot of red, white and bluey. So 
they now this I was on here earlier. They have a full manifesto, as in a traditional what you would expect manifesto, a hundred and three page. 110 page manifesto available for a PDF. I'm sure you probably get a physical copy of it too. Um, and they've got detailed policies on everything you can imagine. Sinn Féin policy platform, Irish unity, agriculture, food, marine, business, enterprise and innovation, children's affair, youth affairs, Irish language, defence, education, foreign affairs, trade, health, day, 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 day. And the thing... So, so that's good. Now, the DUP didn't have that. I'm sure they must have a printed document, I mean, a proper manifesto, but it's not available on their website, which is peculiar, right? I, I, I would, would you not say that that was odd? That that would be peculiar? Demo pointing out here on the, on the YouTube again, weren't the DUP happy with job losses to deliver their hard Brexit? Yes, they were, Demo. I believe 40,000 job losses was the, was the, uh, was the figure mentioned by Jeffrey Donaldson, and now they say they are all on, all in on protecting jobs. Well, there you go. This is the hypocrisy. And for me, I'm sure you're the same, Reverend Duffer. They, oh, their own jobs demo. <laughs> hey, Rev, how's it going, my friend? Yes, that's right. Protect their own fucking jobs. So, um, the thing with the D, the DUP, if they get returned in any as in the second party which it probably will but it it depends how close it's going to be run if if they get i think it's going to change a few people's minds about outreach because if after the way the dup have behaved this past four years especially to everybody in the north of ireland and they're not punished for that in the ballot box a lot of people moderate, relatively moderate people like me, and I would consider myself to be one of those who's interested in outreach, I think that we're going to be prepared to move on. You get me? Like, I, There's a lot of people who say, fuck it, United Ireland tomorrow, it doesn't matter what everybody thinks, let's just do it. And that's a, that's a, that's a position. And it's not an uncommon one. But... If... The DUP don't get punished in the ballot box. I think a lot more people are going to just take up the same attitude. Oh, fuck it. Let's just get this done. So, but anyway, so here is the... Oh, I've just realised I might have made a wee mistake here. Let me just... Let me just check this out. No. Yeah. No, it's all the same. So, yeah. I noticed here on the Sinn Féin page, it's about the last, the, the, the main um, message is the last election on the 8th of February, down south, that was la was the year before last. Um, but the manifesto was all the same, so that's fine. So they've got a fully 110 page full manifesto. Uh, obviously, I'm not going to read that. Uh, but it's very detailed, unlike the DUP one. So, uh, but they have, similarly enough, they have sort of four, uh, six blocks on their website that are main points. Sinn Féin will take on the housing crisis and we will solve it. That is very important. And they're in a very good position to do so because their minister, 
for housing, where the, where the shadow minister, no, he's not the minister, he's a, a TD, um, I can't remember, uh, Owen O'Brien uh, wrote a book about this, he knows about this shit, and he's the guy that is in charge of Sinn Féin's policies on this, so they would be in a good position to do something about it, and again, if they get into power, and it looks like they're going, there's a very good chance of that happening down south in the next, when they have their next general, and Sinn Féin don't do something about it, they're going to break a lot of hearts, they're going to have to do this, especially the housing thing, so uh, Sinn Féin will give workers and families a break, there's something fundamentally wrong, when four years after this government came in, this is about down south, um, but the, the policies are still there, Sinn Féin will work for Irish unity, uh, childcare, crime, cost of delivering our proposals. Uh, oh, this is an important one. Our manifesto has been costed by the relevant government departments and is affordable and can be delivered. There will be no borrowing necessary. In fact, we will run surpluses and have a surplus of more than three billion in 2025. All taxpayers who earn under 100,000 euros will see a decrease in their tax of up to 700 euros a year. So, Sinn Féin. Uh, manifesto's coming in pretty strong there for me. Uh, yeah, it, do, it doesn't mention anything about the north. Sadly, this is more about the south. But there, I can't. I just googled it there and I couldn't see. So I'm assuming that their manifesto is going to be something similar. Although, is it? They do get criticised a lot for that. So that's it. So Sinn Féin done good website, good manifesto. Like it. Uh, next one, we're going to go to who's the third party UUP is it UUP preaching to the converted rev absolutely <laughs> oh well no I'll, I'll do them here as they're in order on Wikipedia so the Wikipedia have SDLP next so their website is is quite swanky actually it's very nice they have big video presentation you can play the video if you like I've got video of John Hume which is great what a man i got Bono and Trimble and Mr Hume at the Ulster Hall that time at the Good Friday Agreement when Bono raised their arms which was a very exciting moment we know Bono's a fucking shit lib but whatever Um, it was, it was good at the time I remember it at the time being very thrilling I thought it was fantastic the person that disappointed me the most over the years has been Bono, I'll be honest, out of the three. <laughs> so, they've got a little donate, join the SDLP box thing, become a volunteer. So, let's get to the manifesto section. And it's called Our Vision. They've called it Our Vision. So, the headlines are Building a New Ireland Together, New Ireland Commission. That's good. New Ireland Commission. That's interesting that they've got that laid out. Although the, the Shinners had that laid out too. The only path to uniting the people of this island is through the spirit of partnership, cooperation, reconciliation that is the Good Friday Agreement that the Good Friday Agreement is built on. Delivering a New Ireland that we all spill our sweat to forge a new during relationships between the people of this island and that we demonstrate to everyone that there's an equal place for all of us. Fine words. Couldn't disagree with any of that. Um the rest of the headlines on their manifestos, fighting for human rights, climate justice, social justice, economic justice, educate, well, that's healthcare, let's do the healthcare one, 
Uh, it is clear that a health service has been a victim of chronic under-resourcing for a number of years as a result of the Tory-led austerity and the lack of decisive and courageous leadership to implement strategic review after review. That's stating the bloody obvious. They have a little thing here about mental health. More than 200,000 people across the north suffer as a result of poor mental health. With almost 50% of those cases related to the conflict. Interesting. Um, I'm just trying to see what they say they're going to do about it here. No. The, the, the SDLP supports the Bengoa expert panel. So there we go. I don't know what that Bengoa is. I wonder, I wonder should I just... Because the DUP said the same thing. Let me just see. Of course, the difference between, as we well know, an expert panel chaired by Professor Rafael Bengoa was appointed in January 2016 to debate sustainable way forward for the future provision of healthcare in Northern Ireland. Okay, that's a big document. And maybe I might go through that in some other podcast. Um, the difference between the SDLP and the DUP and Sinn Féin, as you know, is that the SDLP and the DUP take their seats in the House of Commons and openly criticise Sinn Féin for not doing so. I personally agree with Sinn Féin's stance myself because I don't think that we get anything for being there. Now, I've had discussions with friends of mine in the past who used to work uh, as, as lobbyists over there and they disagreed with me. They told me I was wrong. They said, no, 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 no. There's, there's things being done. So, you know, but I would say not enough. And again, whenever I hear Sinn Féin's stance on why they don't want to take a seat in the House of Commons, I, I, I get they don't want to interfere in English politics. They say, well, why should we tell anyone in England what to do? Or why should we be in charge of running England? It's a fair point. They don't want English people running us, so why, you know. So that's fair. So yeah, so the SDLP, uh, unfortunately, as you know, they're probably going to get a bit of a kicking in the next election. They're in partnership with Fiona Fall down south, and I heard the other day that they're they were, I think they were they were ending. That was ending, wasn't it? So uh, Rev on the YouTube here, says the SDLP have spent so many years trying to knock Sinn Féin, the average nationalist voter can see through that. Aye, I think you're right. To me, the old middle-class SDLP representation still can't accept that working-class nationalists have decided to represent themselves and voted the more working-class Sinn Féin. That's true. But it was sad. I remember this. I'm sure you guys do too. I remember the Good Friday Agreement being signed. You know, you got to remember, it was John Hume. I mean, not on their own. It was John, John Hume and David Trimble, both with the, the UUP and the SDLP. Then the next election, they both got basically kicked out. <laughs> Everyone voted for Sinn Féin DUP. And it was kind of sad. You felt, very, you felt sorry for them because they did do a lot of the heavy lifting. And they've been rolling ever backwards ever since so I do, I do feel a little bit of sympathy for them but yeah I, agree, I couldn't agree more I agree completely Um, so that's the SDLP let's move on the next one according to Wikipedia is the UUP so this is all very blue and white and red again <laughs> so it's fair enough you expect you expect that, that's, that's the way it is isn't it so the UUP have a have, have Similar to uh, the Sinn Féin, 
they've got a manifesto print uh, a pdf document it is let me see it's 40 pages long it's called build a better northern ireland northern ireland assembly election 22 manifesto build a better northern ireland and it covers everything it's good oh climate emergency cycling woodlands it's oh let me, i'm gonna look at that so that's something that interests me what page is that page 34 woodlands let's have a little read of that see what it says Northern Ireland has fallen behind the rest of the UK in combating climate change and preparing for the new green industrial revolution. The current DUP Sinn Féin lead executive has failed on this and other crucial issues. And the Ulster Unionist Party intends to be the new broom sweeping away the failures of the past and delivering on the promise on the promise of the future. Cycling. Now this interests me. I know it interests you too, Rev. So have a, have a listen to this. See if the, the UUP can win your vote, brother. The UUP Environment Minister in 2015 outlined the kind of cycling community we, we would like to see over the next 25 years with the publication of the Northern Ireland Changing Gear, a bicycle strategy for Northern Ireland, which had the vision of a community where people have the freedom and confidence to travel by bicycle for everyday journeys. I couldn't agree more with that. That's just brilliant. I, I would love to see that. I really would love to see that. I, I do so many journeys by car just because I fucking have to. I was out on my bike this morning and nearly got killed twice. You know, it's not fucking, it's not good enough. We, we remain committed to our cycling vision and in the next executive we will implement, implement the strategic plan for greenways and fund the development and improvement of urban and rural greenways and the national cycling network across Northern Ireland. Uh, woodlands. Trees and woods capture carbon and provide habitats where wildlife can thrive. However, Northern Ireland has the lowest levels of woodland cover in the UK. And if Armagh, Banbridge and Craigavon Council get their fucking way, it's going to have none left. They're cutting trees down around here like fucking mental. It's insanity. It's sickening as well. It's really upsetting. It really does. And even, they'd say, oh, we're tidying up. You know all the hedges and the bushes that live in the, in between the, in the, in the, the, the gap in between the, the, the lanes of your dual carriageways. They're all full of bushes and stuff, and they may have grown up wild. Maybe they weren't planted there, and they just turned up there over the 30 years, as is nature's way. But they're little habitats for little creatures and things. They're fucking ripping them all out. It's insanity. Uh, we need to tackle climate change and the loss of nature together. As climate change contributes to the loss of nature, and the loss of nature exacerbates climate change and its effects. Also, unionists will plant more of the right trees in the right places and do more to look after trees and woods we already have. Yeah, well, that's good. I like that. Yeah. So, that's that's pretty interesting. They've got policy papers here. Their climate emergency. Yeah, I mean their their, their website on their their website on their uh, manifesto is pretty beefy, and that's good. And I'm sure Doug Beatty is going to take a lot of, hopefully he's going to take a lot of DUP votes away from them. So when it comes to dealing with unionism, I'd rather do it through Doug Beatty than uh, the DUP. Yeah, without a doubt. Okay, so onwards, let's do this. Next one, Alliance. Where's Alliance? There's it there. So... Nice yellow and white website. Um, 
with a banner headline or a vision for Northern Ireland. Alliance was founded in 1970 with the object of healing the bitter divisions in our community, blah, 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 etc., etc. Alliance could end up the third party in Northern Ireland. Actually, the, the, the projections are that they're going to over, they're going to take over the Ulster Unionists, which is pretty fucking amazing. Reverend Duffer, I would love to see the Greenways. That is a fantastic idea, and many people would support that, especially a link between, yeah, rural towns and not simply more cycling lanes in Belfast would cost big, though. It would. No doubt about it. It would cost. But we can afford it. We we How many demo, maybe you're, you're the guy to ask about this, how many hundreds of millions did, uh, did Stormont send back to Westminster this year? absolute fortune of money I seem to remember last was it last year so yeah we could uh, I'm sure we could afford it and plus it's not a case of affording it you have to invest in yourself you have to invest in your future right is that not the way it works that's not the way it's supposed to work we invest in, so you do these things it costs money yeah but it's an investment so then you're pulling people out of cars da, 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 better for the environment better for the individual in the long run Save money because people are getting exercise every day, whereas they wouldn't before. Not going to the hospital as much. There's so many knock-on benefits. I know I'm preaching to the converted. So, uh, demos on the YouTubes here. Uh, Jim Allister on the wireless the other day saying he's not a climate change denier, but he's a climate change realist. Sounded like weasel words to me. Sounded like a denier to me, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Reverend Duffer would be well worth it. No, absolutely. Fucking right. He's not a climate. He's a climate realist. What does that mean? What does that even mean? I'm not a climate denier. I'm a climate change realist. Fuck off. Was it demo? Was it the 300 million they sent back? Shocking and wasted. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That was it. 300 million. I had that figure in my head and I wasn't sure it was correct. Holy fuck. 300 million. There you go, Rev. That's where we get the money from for the Greenways. Only it was sent back. Yeah. Shocking stuff altogether. So, onwards. The Alliance uh, website. Yep. Yep. Standard, modern looking. It's good. You're in for... Uh, I, 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 I'm commenting on the appearance of them because there's one that I'm going to get to because when I was pulling them all up on my browser, <laughs> it just made me laugh because it... So Yeah, of course it's theirs, right? So, but we'll get to that. Um, our vision, our policies, that's what we want. Our policies. So they have the same sort of thing, yeah, that the Shinners had and everyone else, sort of a box with Alliance Economy, the cost of living crisis, March 22. Alliance Health, Alliance Economy, Alliance New Green Deal. Alliance Party, oh, that's a manifest, oh, that's all from, oh, this, oh, these are articles. Hold on a second, I thought it was, Okay, deliver better public services. Yeah. Little paragraph. It's pretty. Alliance believes in Northern Ireland that delivers for all. Green and orange politics. Hell, everybody back. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. Yeah, there's not much there. Environment, fair green economy, facing huge issues. Tackling the climate crisis. Pandemic. But where's the detail? Where's the manifesto? Publications. Let me see. Speeches, policy proposals, is that? 
policy proposals. Oh, okay. Mm, no. Yeah, not a lot of detail there. Unless I'm missing it, am I? Or policies, let me just see. With, well, there is detail on the way. Oh, here we go. Oh, this is it, this is it, this is it. So. Oh, yeah. Okay, so they've got a nice PDF. So they've, uh, th this one is the Alliance Green New Deal. I'll go to the, the health one, actually, because I've done that with everybody. And so let's face it, that is what's most important. So, yeah. So they've a 30-page document about their health policies. Um, I wonder, do they say the same thing about that? They support the same thing that the Shinners, the SDLP and the DUP do. But go on. Can't see it. It's just scanning their thing and I can't see it, but it might be in there. Uh, I'll just read the headline here. Uh, Northern Ireland needs a new deal on our collective health and well-being. <clears throat> For too long, uh, the highest per head spend on health in the UK has still resulted in the longest waiting lists, which have now reached such a level that some services are effectively unavailable. That is true. Um, the um, As you know, I, I deliver to people and... There's, I visited a lady the other day. Oh, it was so fucking heartbreaking. She's been sheltering for a year and a half, waiting for an operation. And I had to deliver her products into her little porch. And she spoke to me through a crack in the door. That's fucking sad, isn't it? So, yeah. So, there we go. Alliance, it's a pretty good website. It's got detail. The one that didn't have the detail was the DUP one. Which is... Not surprising. And Alliance are going to do very well in this upcoming election. There's no doubt about it. And I've done the Ulster Unionist one, so I can get rid of that. We're going to go on... Right. This is the one. The TUV. Traditional Unionist voice. It's redder, it's whiter, and it's bluer than all the others. And... It looks out of date. It doesn't look like it was made any times recently. It's it looks like a website from about ten years ago. I'm pretty sure it must be. So it's got lots of links to articles and opinion. Most of them are Jim Allister. It's pretty much a one man party, right? Although looks like they, they they may pick up another seat uh, maybe we'll see they may pick up a couple wouldn't know with transfers and stuff like that so they've got about the TUV they've got press releases and they've got three sections in that terrorism Northern Ireland politics and elections TUV job opportunities and then contact so I'll click the about TUV it was informed in 2007 to get a voice to give a voice to traditional unionists who reject unrepentant terrorists at the heart of government and who feel betrayed by those who ushered them into government. So that's the manage to fall out with fucking everybody. So, yeah, 
but I'm 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 glad that there's such a, a real minority party because they don't. But one thing that is missing from their website is there's no manifesto. There's nothing there. There's no information. They have a little magazine called Stormont Snippets, and again, it's a link, but it's just a ten eight page magazine sort of thing. And it's just grievance after grievance after grievance with no solutions. So, yeah. I went back onto the, the YouTube here demo. Did the DUP vote with the Tories to insult NHS workers with paltry pay raise after struggling through pandemic? Yeah, they did, eh? In the same way that the DUP voted along with the Tories against free school meals for kids in England. Yeah. But are now promising school breakfast clubs for their kids in their manifesto. Well fucking spotted demo. Well done, son. Yep, hundred percent. That's exactly it. This is this is this is the this fucking it's vile. And you know that they would fucking vote the same for the, vote for our kids what they voted for for English kids if they get the chance. And whenever you consider the argument of whenever you consider the argument that that, that that Sinn Féin put up you know why the fuck should we be telling anybody what to do <laughs> in England we don't want to do that it to me it it just it just makes it just it rings true something about that just rings with me because if I'm saying I don't want English Tory MPs who rep do, do, by the way if they come here and they stand for election they they, they, they they've They've got a constituency and they've, they've got a mandate, then by all means. But that's not what we're talking about. So, onwards. The next one is, according to the list on Wikipedia, the Greens. So let's do the Greens. Oh, the Green Party isn't very green. It's blue. Oh, interesting. thought it would be. There's a wee leaf in the corner there, but no, whatever. So it's it's a very modern looking website, like all the the other parties are, apart from TUV. <clears throat> yeah, our values. I'm assuming that's where the manifesto is going to be, and it isn't. They have a paragraph. Green MLAs mean more delivery on the issues that matter to you. It's time to ensure public services, schools, and hospitals are sustainably funded. It's time to tackle waiting list crisis. Same sort of things, everyone. Saying time for a new approach, time to move beyond traditional politics of division. Time storm is delivered. Vote green on the first of May. But there's no manifesto. Like literally, there's no manifesto. There's nothing there. There's posts. Their their blog posts are well. That's that's pretty skinny. <laughs> so I can't really. Yeah, I can't really uh, read you out their manifesto because it doesn't seem to be one. Same as the TUV. Okay, I thought they would have had something. Not to worry. The Green Party are blue. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> Me neither. Me neither, demo. <laughs> TUV. Uh, Reverend Offer, their manifesto, the TUV, is a return to the pre-Troubles one party unionist domination. They have nothing else to offer. TUVs, that's obvious. Yeah, absolutely. 
Hundred fucking percent. Yeah, demo the Green Party's website's blue. Yeah, I thought it would have been green. You know, I'm a wee bit disappointed. And then they've got a volunteer section, and they've only got North Belfast, North Down, East Belfast, and South Belfast. They don't have any anywhere else in the country to. Oh, okay, whatever. Let's move on. So, what's next according to Wikipedia? People before profit. Okay, now. Okay, so it's nice. It's modern, but in a different way. And it's got lots of information. When I was pulling these up earlier on, obviously, I mean, I didn't go through them like I'm doing doing now. I just sort of scanned. And they've got... The website is basically the manifesto, the whole thing, and there's a lot more t- as well. So, um, yeah. So they've got so uh, the policies from A to Z, A to Z, A to Z is this a uh, agricultural policy, access to medicines, vaccines, animal welfare policy, arts policy. Ooh, I'm going to read that. Let's have a look. <clears throat> So I've just clicked on the arts policy link on the People Before Profit website. And it is, there is a lot of information. Yeah. Summary, increase the arts budget for 2018 by 100 million. Obviously, this is from, download the full arts policy document as a PDF. All right. So they have, yeah. So they have, it's a two-page policy document, but it's a, it's information. Yeah. This is obviously from 2018, but it's all still true t- today as it was then. Increased state funding of the arts, the European average of 0.6%. Absolutely. Fund access to arts participation. Do-do-do. Open public spaces, including NAMA buildings. Yep. Fucking right. I'm just scanning these. Uh, ensure children have greater access to culture and art as a right. And, yep, funding. Government. Uh Establish a fund to provide, promote access to arts participation, greater access, support for artists, remove the requirement of availability for work for artists and job seekers lands. Wow, that would be fucking great. A New Deal jobs program for artists. Absolutely in the public sector. That's brilliant. This New Deal program would encourage artists. So the New Deal program, if you remember, I don't know if you know, but... um. During the 1930s, I think it was, after the Depression in America, the Great, well, it was global, the, 19, the Roaring Twenties led into the Great Depression in the 1930s. FDR, uh, Roosevelt, the President of America, basically uh, at the urgence of the Communist Parties and the Socialist Parties and the trade unions in America, of which they were significant back then, believe it or not, they had a massive, quite a big Communist Party and a very big Socialist uh, Party. Um, that's where they went and they formed the, the New Deal. So whenever you hear the New Deal being thrown about in politics and on these islands, uh, that the, that's what they're t- talking about, a Green New Deal or this New Deal, or that that's what the original New Deal was that. And a part of what they did was he set up like the national parks in America, all that sort of stuff. They built that a national infrastructure building program. They built the, the, the highways and the, the motorways. 
the dams, Hoover Dam, all that sort of stuff. They were all built in. But a part of what they did was they had, um, if you didn't have a job, they'd give you a job. And if you're a, an artist of any sort, they would give you a job in the arts and you would be sent out into the country to bring art to people. So if you were an actor, you would go and act. If you were a writer, you would be, right, let's get you writing and you would write something. And, you know, and when you look at that period of, of America, from the, the 30s, the 40s, the 50s, the 60s, right through into the, the well, I would say the end of the 70s, but certainly there. You look at the art that came out of America in that period. That's my favorite period of, of, of art. Jazz, blues, rock and roll, the modern art movement, the, the New York modern art movement, that's, which expanded out across the world. The literature, John Steinbeck, everything. Uh, um, you know, so much. And it all come from that period. And it's not a coincidence that it was well funded. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I would like, this. that would be, that's very exciting for me. I like that very much. Back to the, and the Reverend Duffer here says on the on the YouTubes, in current US terms, FDR would be far left. By far, fucking right he would be. But as FDR said himself, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't succumb to socialism. He saved capitalism. He says that himself. Because, the country was in a state of revolution and there was a danger that it is it is reported that he goes to the moneyed classes and said if you don't give me some of this money these guys are going to come and take it all i think we're getting there ourselves demo says it would be interesting to see brexit supporting party parties manifesto on supporting creative industries in europe post brexit sounds like huge struggles costs and admin for English, Scottish, and Welsh bands, demo it really is, and it's interesting. I'm glad you, I'm glad you brought that up. Um, there's a band called the New Pagans. They're from uh, Belfast and, and well, from all over, but based in Belfast, and they've just come off a tour. And they've come, but they they supported Skunk and Nancy on a European tour, and by all means, it was a great success. But Claire, the singer of the band, put up a post, and she sort of gives out a wee bit. So I've reached out to her, hoping that she'll allow me to talk to her more about it and to interview her just on that just as you were saying about the struggles of uh, touring in the U in Europe as a UK band now I think we're we can tour as a as an Irish band which is you know so which is what the Northern Ireland Protocol gives us in on paper but we haven't tested this yet and we have a European tour coming up later on this year uh, so we'll find out and we're, we're we hope that it's just as smooth as it was before which was seamless, but we'll see. But according to what Claire put up, their experience wasn't seamless at all. So I would love to see that arts policy is fucking fantastic. I love that. And if you go, if you go to the website, and I urge you to, I urge you to go to all these websites. Let me know what you think. Um, there, there, um. It, it's a, it's a, it's hefty. There's there's a there's a lot of information there, including current. I mean, the, although those party the, those policy documents were from twenty eighteen, still stand true today. A lot of the parties are the same. You don't have to rewrite your manifesto every time you have an election. Um, there's also uh, information. Obviously, people before profit TDs made the news just yesterday when they wouldn't uh, stand up and applaud. 
uh, President Zelensky of Ukraine when he addressed the doll and for various reasons because they don't want to support sanctions which I don't support sanctions either so there we go so yeah so the, the people before profit website is fantastic it is, is, is it is a fucking read there's a lot of information so well done um yeah I think I'll rank these when I'm rank these in order of awesomeness at the end so on to the last one according to one that's listed is into skunk and nancy have skin in the game <laughs> wah, wah, wah. my friend richie mcgee would love that joke <laughs> so on to into um Okay, about. So that's a good place to start. Under the leadership of Peter Tobin, TD, who founded the party after standing up for his core values, N2 has now grown from strength to strength in order to stand up for your core values. That's not untrue. Not about the core values bit, but going from strength to strength. I don't know about the core values but I haven't read the manifesto. We'll find out in a second. Although we, don't, we, we know who they are. Right. Uh, issues yeah, where am I? let's go so they have a lovely little uh, yeah green white and orange as you would expect life unity economic justice Ireland's fastest growing political movement sounds a bit Father Teddy that doesn't it I believe it's Ireland's biggest lingerie section Ted so yeah, so economic justice, fixed political culture, united economy, regional development, Brexit and Irish unity. We know what they're going to say in all there. The difference is this one. The right to life. They're anti-abortion. Okay. So that's what into our... That's why they split. Because Sinn Féin sided with the pro-abortion movement um, in, was it, when did that pass? 2017, 2018, something like that. And where is the, they sided with that movement and down south. And so abortion is legal down south, as you know, not here. Oh, or is it here yet? Can't remember. Anybody know? Great Father Ted Drew voice there. I, it was pretty good, wasn't it? I was happy enough with that. I, you know what the problem is? See if I try to do it again, I'll completely fuck it up. I'm good with one hitter. You know, do it once and then move on. But, um... Yeah, so the N2 episode's pretty good. It's pre- it's very very modern looking. Very very dynamic, I will say that. Give, it, give them their juice. Fair play. Um, and there's a lot of information on there. Yeah. So there we go. Yeah, shop. Oh, Ian Two have a shop. No one else has a shop. Fair play to Ian Two. Not that I've noticed anyway. Everyone else is just asking for money. So you can go to Ian Two shop and buy Ian Two badges. Oh, what's this? Oh, this is cool. Collect our growing range of badges in honor of our patriots. We're the Easter Lily. Can I remember? Ah, very good. Oh, have a wee wolf tone badge there. Wouldn't mind that myself. Not with an N2 logo on it. 
into key rings, into mug, pen, t-shirt, a high-vis vest, okay, face mask, documents of the Irish Republic, so the, the proclamation, the Declaration of Independence, no documents of the Irish Republic, it's not the proclamation, car window sticker, uh, fridge magnet, Irish flag, into badge. There we go. All reasonably priced. So well done, Ian too for 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 that. And um, if that's your thing, look, they, they caught a little. Uh, just seeing if there's yeah, none of the others had that. That's cool. Okay, so there we go. So I'm going to rank these websites in order of what Dorn Robinson legislation is on its way. DUP holding it up. That's right. Absolutely, it is on the YouTube's. Reverend Duffer, into hark back to the old traditional Ireland. They're not, they are, they are not too much mass for me. They're too much mass for me, like Republican T, like Republican TV. Abs- that's what they are. Yes, you're absolutely right. Um, demo like the Irish Language Act. The Tories promised to bring in legislation to offer abortion services and they haven't done it yet. Quell surprise. Absolutely. So, so there we go. Um. I'm going to rank these in order. I'm going to give the best website of the lot is going to go to People Before Profit purely because it's very neat and it's chocked full of information. So theirs is the best. I'm going to I'm going to I'll go top three because I can't I can't remember the rest. <laughs> um, number two, I'm going to give to Into because they have a shop. And if you want to buy an into Hivas vest, well, no one else is selling those, so you know. And number three in the third medal position, a uh, bronze medal position, I'm going to give it to Sinn Fein because it's a, they've got a good policy document and it's costed. Uh, so there you go. Yeah, yeah. The rest of them are all much of a muchness. Well, the DUP, no, the, the, the fifth. We're gonna cut, right, we'll go fifth. We'll go UUP. No, fourth. We'll go UUP would be fourth. Alliance would be fifth. They would actually take that in the election. <laughs> UUP. Um, SDLP, joint, SDLP joint, joint fourth with the UUP. Then Alliance would be fifth. And then... The worst one would be we're going between the Greens of the DUP. I'm gonna go the I'm gonna give the Greens the worst one because uh the DUP's all just full of lies, but I thought there would be more information on the green one on the green website. It's very, very skinny. There's nothing there. No, the worst one's T U V. I forgot about that. So I'll put that in my show notes. So I'll put it in so, PBP first. Uh, what did I say? I'll, I'm just typing it in here to the thing. Into uh, second because they've got. You can buy a high vis into vest. And third, Sinn Fein third. Does the DUP website look as good as their headquarters peeling front door? 
I would say there's a parallel definitely there, Demo, because uh, you know they're both flattering to deceive. You know, they just they, they, there's there's nothing there. There's not there's no meat on the bones. And as we pointed out with the little couple of things that we did, we that I read out, you spotted a flaw in the logic straight away, as and I spotted a flaw in the logic straight away. So I'm sure if we went through it a little more, we would be able to find other inconsistencies let's say that so there we go best websites people before profit one in two second Sinn Féin third by the way not an endorsement of well I'm not going to endorse into <laughs> the rest of the other two I will <laughs> so so there we go I'm done with that but I have another little thing to, to, to read out for you to do for you here so let me get it up here where are we so, a little bit of theme music. So there we go. That's all our manifestos. Skimmed. We skimmed them. We didn't. We didn't skim them. Uh, or, or we or we didn't go in depth. We just skimmed them, didn't we? So I'm going to. I've got this other little thing that I read, um, or that I wrote, I should say, where. I wrote an article for the main parties. I started writing this last night and it made me laugh. So I thought I would share it with you. I carried on. So the concept is what if all of the parties had their own God? What would he What would he look like? What would he be? Right? So here we go. And the reason that I picked that is because obviously we're sort of famous in this part of the world for being sectarian, right? So I thought it would, yeah, just make things worse. So here we go. I'm going to read this article for you. And again, as I did with the websites and manifestos, I'm, give everybody, I'm rating everybody's God. Everyone's getting a mark out of 10 for, their, for their, how awesome or not their God is. So here we go. Uh, as... As the North, the Occupied Six, most of Ulster, Six of Nine, little Star Trek nerd joke there for you, Northern Ireland or Ulu, call it what you will, it has achieved notoriety for its sectarian troubles in the past. I thought I would explain to you, dear listener, exactly who the gods were that caused this strife from their Olympian-esque thrones on the hill and their political affiliations. So, first up, Sinn Féin. As we all know, Sinn Féin have weaponized the Irish language, so much so that if you even speak Irish to a Protestant, they will either drop dead immediately on the spot or join the IRA, and not the good IRA, the bad one. They have harnessed the power of an amalgam of two gods, an unholy alliance, nothing to do with Naomi Long, of Queen Maeve and James Connolly. The ancient Irish god-queen and Connolly's admiration of Brian Law gives this formidable, omnipotent demon creature the ability to hypnotise through spell-casting through the spell-casting of its Shinner acolytes who can then spread out over social media and create sock-puppet accounts in the thousands. Its greatest achievement by far, though, was the softening of the mighty demigod Paisley himself, which was in fact carried out by Martin McGuinness playing the wolf tones and lighting sage in his office when he wasn't there. Evidenced by the fact that Paisley's taste buds awakened, often ordered roast pork from the Stormont Canteen. 8 out of 10. 
The DUP, a true Protestant God, fearsome and staunch, part Calvin, part Carson, part televangelist, and no more than 6,000 years old, making it one of the oldest in his pantheon of deities. This monstrosity literally has reinforced concrete legs buried deep into the bowels of the earth. One leg goes in through the Boyne Valley and the other at Drum Cree, therefore ensuring it will never move, ever. And although at first its immobility may seem to the uninitiated as a major hindrance, but this is in fact its greatest and sole asset. The DUP's God, the DUP God's unwillingness to move ensures continental drift speeds of progress for the rest of us. He has prophesied the return, 6th of April, 2026, Ian Paisley's 100th birthday. In the reanimated earthly form of a giant zombie King Billy, and will kick out all the tags, the gays, and the gay tags. All Protestants will have to convert to free pee, or roam the earth, locking up swing sets in children's play parks. 7 out of 10. The UUP, by far no match for the Shinner and DUP gods in a fight. The UUP's divinity is half Lord Kitchener, half Prince George from Blackadder. Sunday services include learning to salute and saying, How marvellous when the Queen is on the telly. Young UUP god adherents must join the army and learn how to kill an Afghan shepherd with an Apache helicopter before coming home to take up politics, which after a lifetime of service of doing absolutely nothing, the UUP Yahweh, in the form of Lord Craig Avon, bestows his heavenly blessings on the faithful in the hallowed giving out of the knighthood's ceremony. Praise be indeed. 6 out of 10. Alliance. Being a centrist God is no mean feat. In fact, God Alliance, for that is his name, is a hard one to pin down. Some aren't even sure he exists, while others are equally certain he does. Or is he a he? Maybe he's a she or they or that. Who knows, for it is written in the big David Ford book of stuff. This God's followers conduct services at random golf courses throughout the province and are so considerate that they've gotten away with it since 1970 without once alerting anyone to their presence. A real achievement indeed. That said, golf is very popular these days, so perhaps the Alliance God is about to rally. We shall see. Either 3 or 9 out of 10. Not sure. SDLP God. Not an earthly form, but rather a glowing mist made up of John Hume's decency and the wee grey bit in Colum Eastwood's beard. This God has seen better days. Once the most admired in these parts and even achieving great feats of strength, this God has a severe case of God fade, a means-like illness that affects the Great Ones once their time has gone. The same fate is in the post for the DUP God. Gods are creatures of ego and thrive on eternal gaze and praise of us mortals, otherwise it's the God mange for them. In acts of desperation to remain relevant, they have even been known to reach out form partnerships with other gods but alas even this won't save them from the inevitable as donald trump would say said two out of ten okay so that's the big four now on to the a couple of the others the people before prophet god the people before prophet god although a relative newcomer to this pantheon of greats is an effective street level fighter half carol marx half fred hampton the deity would be, would be by far the coolest of the gods, if only for his tendency to wear high-vis vest 
and be seen carrying a clipboard asking for petition signatures for equal pay for dog groomers. The most high-minded of the gods, whose ability to see injustice literally everywhere is kind of cool, the first to arrive and the last to leave. Not good for parties, but great for pickets. 7 out of 10. The Green Party God Everyone loves the Green Party God, easily the most powerful of all. Think of him as David Attenborough, a kindly godfather who speaks softly, telling everyone of the ways we are treating the planet like a dustbin, but managing to hold back unleashing unholy Armageddon on mankind, which would leave him alone on earth with the animals. Which if he did to some of us, we may actually amend our behaviour, but instead we all agree with him. We are indeed scum. But there's no fucking way I'm washing out a bean tin whilst an American tank spunks off depleted uranium shells all over North Africa. Five out of ten. With a loud clear bellow, this, uh, sorry, the TUV god. With a loud clear bellow, this red-faced pedant of a god is loathed by everyone except for a few cultish followers, a tendency to rally red-faced gammon types with a seething hatred in their loins for everything that isn't them. Think John Bull wrapped in a Union Jack, shouting from his haunches at all and sundry. Appearing fearsome and powerful at first, you then zoom out and realise he's about four foot eight standing on a bin and no one is listening. One out of ten. Okay, and this is the last one. Ian two. The Ian two god is one of the most frightening. Holding the appearance of a flock of wild nuns, the Ain Two God is one of the many thou shalt not gods we have on this island, the denier of pleasure. Seeing a smile on a child's face has caused this god to leash, unleash plagues on the unfortunate, known to force girls to wash rocks until their faces fall off. The Ain Two God is a true horror, but thankfully another of the old gods that are on the wane. Zero out of ten. <laughs> so there we go. The gods of Ulster. <laughs> so that's me. I'm done, everybody. Want to wrap this up? That was good. I enjoyed that. That was a lot of fun tonight. Thanks for uh, demo and the Rev and who else? Somebody else commented on the. Let me just roll back here. Darren Robertson. Yes, Darren. What about you, man? By the way, how's it going? Um, thanks for commenting on the YouTube. It, it's really cool to have you talking with me like that, and it's it, it helps, especially whenever I can fry you as a wee question. You just you're able to give me the answer. Obviously, um, these guys know fucking more than me about this shit, which is cool. So there we go. That's me. I'm done. Uh, as I said at the start, uh, I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be launching my Patreon tonight. So, it's either tonight or tomorrow. I'm going to try and get it out tonight. If you would please like, share, subscribe. Uh, as is your want. If you would also please uh, join the Patreon. That would be nice. It's not going to be very expensive. Demo says, Into God Loves Brownfish on a Sunday on Fridays. <laughs> yes, he does. I forgot. Ah, fuck, I should have put that one in. I should have put that one in. <laughs> That's, yeah, god damn it. I think by the time I got the intro, God, I was bored. Yeah, nice one. So, yeah, I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to be launching my Patreon. So, three tiers, £1, £3, £5. You're going to get lots and lots 
for the well, especially for the five pound tier. It's five pound a month. That's like not, it's not a lot, and uh, it'll help me get this. I finally figured out what it is I want to do with this fucking thing. It's only took me maybe three fucking years, but anyway. So there we go. Thanks everybody. Thanks for joining me on the YouTube. Thanks for joining me on the podcast. Uh, and uh, take care. Toodle pep. Good night, lads.